go, Barto! Two and oh! Go, Barto! And welcome to the Barto Jacket Breakdown Podcast. I am your host, Cole, and I'm here with my co-host and dad, slash Jason. And I'm here with producer Jen. How are you guys doing today? Good, ready to get into it. But before we do, let's thank a couple of sponsors, Evolve Lawn and Landscape. Evolve Lawn and Landscape. You can reach them at 537-7537 or EvolveYourLawn.com. So if you're from Bartow and you've seen those white trucks running around with the green letters on the side, that is Evolve. They can help you with irrigation, sod, landscaping, rockscaping, tree service, anything you need for your lawn. Evolve's got you covered. So again, give them a call at 537-7537. Also, Excellence Realty, Elaine Sanders at Excellence Realty. She's got a new Facebook page coming, and her number is 866-660-6692. That's Elaine Sanders at Excellence Realty. We thank you both for being a proud sponsor of the Bartow Jacket Breakdown Podcast. Cole, let's get right into it. What do you think about the game? Uh, we played... Phenomenal! It was an it was a great game. Defense played great. Offense played great. Got to give it up to the defense, though. The defense is doing really well. They have not given up a touchdown all season. We're outscoring our opponents hundred and thirty something to seven. Their one touchdown was on a kickoff return uh, when the score was fourteen nothing, I believe. We kicked mm-hmm. off and kid made a great play and a great run. Um, so. Defense, like you said, they're really stingy. The defensive backs have really stepped it up. We've got great safety play. The defensive ends are getting pressure to the quarterback. The linebackers are playing well. When there was some balls thrown, you know, and they had a chance to make a play, the Bartow defensive back came up and laid the wood to them and forced some drops, forced some fumbles. You know, we got a – my guy Randolph John Jr. got another interception, pick six, but got called back. So the interception still counted. You know, um, just I don't even really want to call out players, you know, um, the defensive backs like uh, Tali. They're just playing great back there, but it's really an all-around effort by the team. I mean, everybody's doing their job. So I don't really want to single out, but, you know, um, back-to-back interception games was big for uh, Randolph there. Mm-hmm. And the offense, well, I mean, what can we say about the offense? The offense just continues to just go out and put well, up points and execute. Lynn Johnson just keeps just keeps rolling. He throws – I mean, the kid – scrambling he, you he know. can escape from pressure he can he can throw the ball on the run He's but, but, but let's give credit you know I, I did it last week offense player of the game um i gave it to the whole offensive line and um you know they are doing a great job um they're lynn is not getting sacked you know the running backs have great holes to run through and the best the best position to be at right now on the team I think is coach Rob the offense coordinator Robert Tate um, he's just got weapons everywhere you know if you if you try to stack the the box we're gonna throw it you know deep uh, 
the receivers that you know they had a one thing we're not going to do even though this is the the breakdown podcast we're not going to um call any players out for the mistakes that they made in games uh, we had some mistakes some sloppy play some penalties some uh unsportsmanlike conduct penalties we had some drop passes during the game we had some not even drop passes but from my vantage point it looked like some receivers stopped running on some plays where Lynn overthrew them and you know those are all things that I think coach Tate is happy with because one of the things as a coach is you want to see your team make mistakes Mm -hmm. you want to see them make mistakes I've always encouraged players to make mistakes because that's how you learn and that's one thing that um, when I was walking out or walking to the bathroom door in halftime and I ran into Charlie Tate, coach of Winterhaven, Big Tate's brother, we were talking a little bit and he was saying how Coach Tate was mad on the sideline and, you know, he's got the game won already and that was halftime. But that's that's something that sticks out to me about Coach Tate is he's always coaching those boys. Took every one of them off the side, got in their butt a little bit, told them what they did wrong, and that's how you learn. You know, so many times they'll just say something to you, but Coach Tate will get on you and he's scary, but then he'll come right back and show you love and, and you know, pat you on the head and tell you what a great job you're doing. That's how you, that, that, that's a great coach right there. So it's one of the things that I was noticing is, you know, even though we were up big, if you made a boneheaded play, if you didn't, you know, do your assignment or whatever, Coach Tate was there letting you know what you did wrong. Is that what you think uh, that separates Coach Tate from other coaches? Well, one of the things that I think separates Coach Tate from other coaches is just that he's old school. You know, if you look at ESPN on Friday night and then they're showing a high school game, you're going to see 25 coaches on the sideline and all the coaches have headsets and you know, I'm looking at Coach Tate on the sideline and the offense has got the ball and Coach Tate's just walking around. And there's no doubt that Coach Tate is in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's got his brother Rob running the offense. You know, he's got other coaches. I don't know the, coach, the defensive coach's name that's running the defense, but he's he's involved, but he he doesn't have a headset they're just calling plays and having fun. And the thing, the thing that I to answer your question that sets them out aside is, it's not gimmicky. You know, it's line up, beat the person in front of you, execute the play that we put you in, and we'll be successful. And that that's what Coach Agreed. Tate. That's what Coach Tate does. And you know, when kids weren't doing it, he's pulling them out. He's getting on them a little bit. But Coach Tate knows that when you're inside the ten yard line. You can't have an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty yeah, in the playoffs. That's, that's just uncalled for. But it happens. But it's a coaching moment. And that's how you get better as a team. And, and I look, you know, I think we only had one, one holding penalty all game. Mm-hmm. You know, so for the lack of practice that we've missed, you know, we're fundamentally, we're doing a lot of things right. There were some boneheaded plays during the game. And, and Jenkins... I guess over the years has become a rival and the kids are hyped up and they're kids. They're going to make mistakes. And that's why I said, we're not going to call out any mistakes and kids names. I mean, yeah, they're just trying to have fun on the football field. You know, I listened to a a lot of shows about college sports and, you know, I don't like when people call out kids in college and make, you know, 
boo them and, and, and talk bad about them on social media. They're still a kid. They're still 18, 19, 20 years old. And so I don't, I don't support that. But, you know, part of our job is to break down the game and to say what we've seen. And I'm looking forward to Thursday night's episode. We're going to have um, Bruce Edmond with us. And he is a longtime uh, Bartow football supporter, coach, broadcaster with WBF. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited and to see him on the podcast on Thursday. Yeah, we uh, we sat up in the stands right below them as they were doing the game the other night. And looking forward to that. And he's going to be able to give us some more insight on the team. And I'm looking forward to having our questions ready for him. And um, he definitely knows a lot more about Auburndale than we do. Uh, we didn't see him last year. I'm sure he called the game. So he's going to know what kind of test. We, now, each week is going to be a, t- a bigger test and a bigger test and a bigger test. But one thing that Mike Cobb said last week is that Bartow's finally in the, the situation where Mr. Cobb feels like Bartow can beat the Lake Wells. Bartow can beat the Winter Haven. Bartow can beat these upper teams in the county where years pass, you know, there was no chance. Mm-hmm. And us going into it, we were looking like, okay, Lake Region was nothing. We know we got to test against the Eagles, but we beat them last year. We should win. We were predicting them to win. Was not predicting them to beat them like that. Yeah. It was very – that game could have got even more out of hand if we uh, didn't drop some passes in the end zone and make some mistakes. So that is the good part of it, that we did not play a fun, you know, a, a clean game on both sides of the ball. But yet we still dominated the game and won big. So Coach Tate has got to be really happy with what he's seen out of the first two weeks. Like I said, um, I think I was talking to you earlier about Coach Rob calling the plays. Like that, I want his job. Coach Rob, you better watch out. I'm, I'm coming after you. <laughs> it's just so much fun to be able to call the plays to these kids. I mean, he's got so many weapons between tight end, wide receiver. We got a fast back. We got a big back. I mean, a scat back. It. There's so many plays that he could go to and keep the defense off balance. And I love the fact that he's saying, hey, throw the ball. We got a kid that can throw the ball, throw the ball. And uh, threw a nice uh, jump ball in the corner of the end zone for one of the touchdowns. So That was a great catch. Outstanding play on both sides of the ball. Defense is what I expected out of a Coach Tate defensive team. Um, it, there's nothing more I can say about it. It's just – unbelievable the turnaround that he's done now like i said we're gonna see against auburndale auburndale played who they played last week cole they played late gibson what was the score of that game six to 34 i'm sorry it's all right six to 34 so 34 six i think it was closer early and then i think late gibson ran away with it now late gibson is a good team um, they Gibson. are actually ranked 39 in the state. Yep, so. late 39 in the state. They, their first game they played Haines City, I believe, and they, they won 82 nothing as well. Come against Auburndale. Now, this is where we go up against Auburndale. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to do this in soccer a lot, where you go up against a team that's played another team, and then you can kind of get an idea of how you are. So we're going up against Auburndale. Lake Gibson 34 in the state, handled Auburndale pretty well. You know, if, if we lose to Auburndale or we barely squeak one out, then we know that we're, we're on our way, but we're, we're not where Lake Gibson's at yet. But I have a feeling that we're going to take care of business. I think we're a lot better than 
a lot of people think, and I think we're going to surprise some people. Yeah, last year we lost 35-6, to so almost the exact same game that they had against Lake Gibson, 34-6. to But I feel like we could pull it out this year. I'm looking forward to Friday night, and I'm even more looking forward to Thursday talking with Mr. Edmund and, and picking his brain a little bit about the team. And one, uh, one of the things that I want to add to the show on Mondays is we've got some game film pulled up. So we're going to uh, look at some game film and talk about some of these plays that, you know, Coach Tate, uh, Middle Tate was calling during the game. And, um, so let's get right into that. But before we do, let's thank one more sponsor that we have, uh, Holiday Inn Express and Bartow. Holiday Inn Express and Bartow. If you uh, need somebody, you got family coming into town for the holidays, anything like that, Holiday Inn Express and Bartow. Got you covered if you need some extra room for your family. All right, Producer Jen, let's get right into some of these highlights. And Cole, when we're looking at these plays, um, this play here is featuring... Sayon Tolly. Sayon Tolly, okay. Up, oh, fumble recovery right there. Sayon Tolly's fumble recovery. Oh, there he is up top, defensive back. Good. Now, it's just, just fundamentally sound right there. He kept the guy in front of him, good back, you know, backing up. Kept the guy in front of him, stopped him getting a first down. Here he is at the bottom of the screen. Coming up, and it, look at the look at them flying around. All the jacket players, all the helmets of the football. That is a coach. That was a thing. great play. He was on the cornerback. He read the play. Went. That, I, mean, I mean, he was on the wide receiver. I'm sorry. That is um, but that's the thing that I wanted you to see on this film is that's a coach Tate defense. Ball goes out wide. Everybody to the ball. Eleven men to the ball, and get that is. That we play with a lot of speed, and that's the reason why you were saying how good the defense was. Um, who's our next highlight we're going to hear? See here, is that Simpson? Mm. Oh, none of them are playing. We are having some technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. That's okay. Yeah, they're just not one to play. Yeah, right this now. website's not the greatest. I had the same problem earlier when I was trying to watch some of them to get prepared. Jaden's got. So if you go to Max Preps, if you want to look at any of these, I don't think you need to have an account with them. But if you go to Max Preps, they've got highlights of Jaden Williams, uh, Dante Hall's highlights, Randolph John Jr.'s highlights, Jordy Lowry, uh, Tolly, and then the Simpson. I'm gonna give it another second here to load up, see if it'll do it. But oh, there's all right. So it looks like we're gonna get some offensive, and then we gotta watch them pay their sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> this video is brought to you by Botanicals. <laughs> but this, Cole, what you're gonna see here is great execution. But what I want you to notice is the offensive line, the holes. Now I'm not taking anything away from the running back here. But the holes at the offensive line, I mean, Cole, you could have ran through the hole. I mean, that is the biggest thing that I took out of watching the game film. And you can get a lot of looking at these plays and kind of seeing what we're trying to do. But the offensive line is really impressing me a lot with their play and the holes at there. Now, right between the tackles a little bit, you know, Jenkins gave us a little bit of trouble early. But here you go. Watch this play here, Cole. This is down, it's highlighted the running back in the back. Look at that hole right there to the left. That was like, why? I mean, 
can you run that again? Or are we going to have, is it, here we go at another one. Here's a focus on the back in the backfield. Look at this hole. Bam, right up to the left side. And the hole is huge that it had no shot at that. So if Bartok could continue to run the ball, uh, Auburndale has got some size. They're going to be a little bit bigger. Here's another play here. See, on our offense, we have a great pass game. We have a great, we have a great run game. We have a great O line. We have we have all the pieces that we need. Yeah, we the the offensive and defensive lines are really controlling the line of scrimmage the first two games, and I hope that continues. And like I said, I'm expecting it to be a little tougher going into um, this Auburndale game. But now, one thing that popped off at the rosters, uh, intern Wes gave us the rosters again for both um, teams. And one thing that pops off is Auburndale dresses out a lot of players. So they're going to have a lot of depth going into the game. I, I believe we were somewhere in the 30 range and they were in the 52 to 53 players. So, you know, maybe that's just high numbers and a lot of young guys on the team. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if they're playing and rotating a lot of people, that could be something that we look, you know, look at during the game and it could be a problem. But we're going to jump off of this max preps because these videos are not, not working properly. But kind of give you an idea. I wanted to do that with you a little bit, Cole, because what I would like to do in the future um, I'd like to get the game film and really break down the film and give players a great, you know, when, I don't know if you know this, Cole, but coaches watch the game and each player gets a grade. So I didn't know that. they watch the offensive linemen, the coaches for the, each positions, they watch the players, they, the coach stayed a great amount and then there'll be a board in the locker room and they go in there and they see what they graded out by the coaching staff. So when you play football, they, you can't hide from the camera. I knew they would. I knew. I knew that they would watch film after the game. Yeah, they watch film. The coaches watch the film and break it down and grade them. And and I'm sure they still do this. Um, but they watch film during one of the days during the week. They'll go in early and put the game film on for the team and show. And that's kind. Of, it's like one of those things where if you have a play in a game, let, let's say you get run over, or you have a play in a game where you made a boneheaded penalty. You're going to see it in front of your team. You know, that's part of the game. And that's always, it's a fun part of the game. It's fun for the players, to the camaraderie and all that, to kind of get in there and joke and laugh and have a good time. But um, this Auburndale game, we'll get into it a lot more. I'm going to try to see if we can find some footage um, like we found for this for Auburndale and kind of go over some of those plays with uh, Mr. Edmund next week if we can get it working a little faster. But, um, Cole, what do you um, – what is your early prediction on the Armadale game? So my final score prediction will be – hold on, let me think about this. Because, we, you know, we can change. This isn't a final pick. Thursday we'll oh. give our final picks. But what do you think is uh, – Here's my prediction going in at the end of the Monday episode. We're going to try to watch Armadale film from last game, so – I'm, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Do you? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about a Barcher defense that hasn't given up a touchdown yet, and you think they're going to give up a bunch of points? No, I meant, like, we're going to score oh, a lot. Oh, we're going to. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd say 42 to possibly 14. I don't think 
14. We'll go 14. 42 to 14. Now, Jen, did you write that down? I did. I'm not giving a score yet. I ain't ready. I ain't. Now, that's just my early prediction, but... Now, you guys, last week, I just want to touch on that. You guys, last week, uh, Jason predicted 35-24 Bartow. Cole predicted 28-27 and then changed it to 42-35 Bartow. Well, I got close to my second prediction. (laughs) (laughs) So... Cole, do you have a offensive player that you want to give the player of the game? I'm going to give it back to Lynn. Going Lynn, Lynn again? Lynn did a phenomenal job on Friday. He was he got out of the pocket great. He was throwing on the run. He was just making smart, accurate passes. Listen, you've been a big uh, Lynn supporter from the beginning, and last week I gave us an offensive line. This there's one play that I'm giving him the offensive MVP was that scramble when uh, I think it was after the penalty when they backed us up and he scrambled and he found the guy over the middle. Mm-hmm. That play right there is a D1 player. That that play single-handedly for me was the moment that I said, okay, this kid is as good as we've been talking about. He's living up to the hype. So he's making us look good. So I like that about the kid. But um, – I'm I'm a bit I'm not a big offensive defensive MVP guy. That's why I gave it to the offensive line last week, and that's why I don't want to say too much about certain players because it's a team game. It's a team game, but defensively, I'm probably gonna have to give it to your guy. I'm probably. going the whole defensive line. I'm going the whole defensive line because listen, the defense is a unit. What I was saying earlier about eleven men to the ball thing. You know, it, you could have a great interception as a safety and you could, you know, have a great pass block, uh, break up and defensive end could have a couple sacks. But without everybody else doing their job, you're not going to make that play. So I'm giving it to the defensive line this week. Um, as we get going closer, you know, more games, maybe that'll change my attitude a little bit. But Right now, I'm just I'm a big defensive guy when it comes to football. I mm. love defense, and I love offense. I love when the defense sports. is on the field; it gets me excited. Like I, I, I just. That's well, my didn't thing. you say that that the only score that they got it wasn't with yeah, the it defense? Was a, it was, it was on a teams. kickoff. Special teams, right? It was a, it was the beginning of the play. I wasn't there, so sorry, guys. Yeah, I had a prior engagement. Um, but. I'm actually going to give my defensive MVP to two players: your guy Randolph Don Jr. and Sayon Tolly. They both played great games. There's really nothing else I can say about And that. I want to find out, and maybe Mr. Edmund can help us Thursday night, but um, there was a lot of uh, talk about how much better the defensive backs are doing for Bartu. And, of course, a little bit of that comes with age, them growing up and a little older and wiser. But I just wonder if there's some new coaching coming in, if they've been working a little harder in the, in the film room. So we're going to try to find out for the fans of what actually they've been doing in the offseason to get prepared. Uh, before we close out the show, I want to read a couple more sponsors. Um, Crosswired Electric out of Bartow. Crosswired Electric. If you need electrical services for your house, Crosswired Electrical is who you want to call. Find them on Facebook at Crosswired Electrical. And their phone number is 899-0044. 899 899- Zero zero four four. That's Crosswired Electrical. Jen. Well, the last sponsor that we have for the evening is Live and Love Local Bartow Facebook page. If you haven't liked their page already, now is the time. The hometown community page is here to communicate, 
inform, engage, and enlighten on community topics from shops, restaurants, businesses, schools, and arts. And of course, you have to support the local podcasts, the sports podcast, FYI. Supporting local in our city is vital for economic health and sustainability for a healthy business and community environment. Comment on the Live and Love Local Bartow Facebook page that you heard about them from our podcast and your name will go into a drawing for a free dinner from one of our main street restaurants. Drawings will be weekly, excuse me, will be weekly, so definitely go and comment on the Live and Love Local Bartow Facebook page. Yeah, like the page and comment. And, and who doesn't love a free dinner? Yeah, get your free dinner. Right. So. All right, Cole. So let's go ahead and wrap this show up. You know, um, Thursday we'll make our final predictions for the for the game Friday night. It's a home game. If you're wanting to get tickets, you need to get there extremely early. It's you know this COVID thing has got everything messed up. But if you can't make it out to the game or you can't get into the game because of uh, COVID, then you can listen to the game on WBF, um, eleven thirty a.m. And I got an FM station, too. So you can look that up. But WBF, Barto, they've always been broadcasting the games. They do a great job. So listen to them. If you cannot make it, of course, we'll be at the game live and doing play, you know, keeping you updated. And, of course, next Monday we will recap the game. Yeah, on on the Facebook page. But um, check them out. Now, Cole, I'm going to give you one little tip before we get into, uh, before we close out the show. Information is hard to get, okay? So I know you're a stats guy, and maybe Mr. Edmund is going to, can help us with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mr. Williams, Joey, that I work with, he brought up talking to Mr. Thornburg, who does the play-by-play, and it's there, he's the owner of the radio station, because he's a big stat guy. And Mr. Joey's been talking about seeing if I could get you in the booth at some point. So maybe Mr. Thornburg could help us out with some stats. So when Mr. Edmonds here on Thursday, we can talk to him about that and maybe they could just shoot us an email. So you have the stats of, you know, rushing yards. Cause that's important to me too. I wonder how many yards we rush for, how many attempts, that type of stuff. And so we can talk to him about that. But the thing that the advice that I want to give you is WBF radio. If you go to their website, WBF radio, go to their website. They have an archive for sports and they put a podcast out of the foot, the recording of the game, the radio broadcast. So today I was able to go to their website, go to Apple podcast, WBF and listen. I listened to the last 10 minutes. Cause I wanted to hear coach talk and stuff like that. But if you go back and listen after the game, they run some commercials and stuff. So it takes a bit, it's about a two hour thing. But if you go back and you listen, then you're going to get all the insight that Mr. Thornburg's talking about, the sideline reporter's talking about, Mr. Edmund that you're going to get to meet Thursday is talking about. And then you just you get to hear, just like when you're watching Keith and Gary on the Mets broadcast, you get a lot of knowledge of what's going on and different players and stuff like that. So it's one of the things I'm going to start doing because I listen to a lot of podcasts anyway. Start listening to the, you know, that back. I'd like to listen to it during the game. Maybe producer Jen can get me a, one of her ear pods and I can kind of listen in AirPods. one ear. First of all, it's called AirPods. What did I say? Ear pod? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't keep up. So, 
that's a uh, advice I have for you. Okay, moving forward. All right. So with that being said, we're under thirty minutes. We're getting out of here. We'll see everybody on Thursday for another episode of the Barto Jacket Breakdown Podcast. Thank you all for listening, not watching. And thank you to all of the sponsors that sponsored us in this episode. And we appreciate all of you guys. Appreciate everybody. To us. We appreciate the Barta community. We appreciate Coach Tate and the football team. Let's go three and zero. Let's beat the Bloodhounds. Peace. Go Bartow.